I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Lana DeGrasse, President of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, today is August 28, 2023, and I want to welcome you to this podcast. The Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast is designed to help you to reach personal and professional goals. Again, this is yours truly, Dr. Lana DeGrasse, President of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, and in this podcast, I want to share with you my thoughts from Paris. You know, it is wonderful when you can take a journey, prepare for that journey from beginning to the end, be very present in that journey, discover new things along that journey, and also reflect, reflect, reflect as you meet people, as you have what I call fine dining, as you explore new possibilities. And I will say that this journey abroad was not necessarily just around tourism, but it was really about connecting and reflecting and celebrating Hubster's 50th birthday. So we had a great time doing that. And it was wonderful to meet all of the wonderful people and obviously reminded me that, you know what, taking time to learn from a different perspective, to gather new insights is so crucially important for us to stay vibrant, for us to stay um, fresh and energized. Because being abroad, let me just tell you, oh my goodness. So we talked about my experience in London. Um, In Paris, what I always love is the smell of the bakeries. I love the smell of individuals drinking their fresh, small cup of coffee in the morning. I love just the way the infrastructure is set up so that you're sitting and you're literally seeing people go about their day looking like they just came off of a runway magazine and having this flow and this energy around you. It's really invigorating. Then you're hearing all of these languages go on and it just forces you to want to say bonjour or bonsoir. So the journey to Europe this time around was definitely one of joy and true introspection. And so I highly recommend if you have not traveled abroad or you need a shakeup, visit someplace, go check out a new place you've never been. Maybe the language is not English, the first language is not English, 
but challenge yourself. And it's a challenge because you constantly, when you're used to something, you just constantly want what you're comfortable with. But when you place yourself in an environment where you're forced to at least take in a new perspective, it just does something. It changes you. It shifts the way that you operate if you allow it to. I mean, of course, you know, what would be the purpose of going abroad only to long for things at home? The reason why we go abroad is to have a fresh experience and to experience fresh things. So um, so the experience in Paris was wonderful. I just think about also to, you know, the journey. And of course, no one looks forward to a seven hour flight right? When you have to deal with turbulence, you don't know if it's going to be cloudy or gray or blue or whatever. But it also reminds you about so many things when it comes to life. It's a great um, reminder about the fact that we are all on a journey in our lives. And on that journey, we go through high moments where we feel like, oh my goodness, everything is working out as planned. And definitely as entrepreneurs, then we have what I call shaky moments when things are not as clear, when there's a dip, when, you know, maybe your clients are not funneling in the way you would like. And you have a choice to either say, oh, I'm just going to turn around or I'm just going to stall here. But you got to push through it. You have these moments in life where it can be rocky and bumpy and all of those things. And you just have to be able to navigate the terrain and say, you know what, even though this is put, this is causing me to slow down a bit, even though I might have to make some maneuvers or make some adjustments, it doesn't mean that you have to actually stop your plan or your trajectory. And one thing I always love doing as well is when I'm on the flight, I love looking at the flight attendants who are there to not only make sure that we have a comfortable flight, but they're also there to add that ambience of it's going to be okay. Might experience a little bit of shifting, but it's going to be all right. Now, one of the things that I also find to be interesting is, I mean, at that point, at that heightened level, all you can really do is ponder, is reflect. I mean, you're thousands and thousands of you know, miles in the air and you are at a place where there's not much you can do but actually ponder. So on these long flights, I really do have a great amount of time to think and it's wonderful. I highly recommend that you Take time to look at your entire life's journey and ask yourself, am I treating my experience as though it is five star? Now, we stayed in a five star hotel. What I remember is just how attentive all of the um, patrons of the particular hotels we were in, how they were attentive to us, you know, how they paid detailed attention to how we were doing, how we were feeling on, on a daily basis, never skipped a beat, and we just felt well taken care of. But I really believe that that type of treatment is what we need to give our actual dreams and goals. 
And sometimes we might feel lackluster because sometimes when you're working on the very thing you feel so led to do, sometimes it can be a little lonely. Sometimes it can be frustrating because no one but you understands what you envisioned when you decided to become a solopreneur. No one but you, in my case, if you're a coach, if you're a wellness provider, if you're a financial guru, if you are a spiritual leader, no one will understand truly what is deep, deep down inside of you but you. And so there will be times when you may not be feeling so successful, but you still have to push through. And if you were to give yourself five-star treatment, what would that actually look like? I think if you gave yourself permission to look at areas in your business that are not going well, then you have a decision to make. Either A, you stop doing certain things that are not bringing you added value and not helping you scale, or B, you find a way to do less so that you can actually do more. And it's okay to actually say, I, you know what, I don't like this actual way I've been doing things. So even for me, there were in, in these really intricate moments, it could have been walking out past the cafe or pondering or having a baguette and just thinking about like the journey of the last three years I've been on with this business. I said, you know, these are the things I'm going to shift and these are the things I love doing and I want to do more of that. So remember, even if it's not looking the way you would like it to, you have the permission to say, you know what, the reason why I'm not really telling people about my business is because I'm tired. The reason why is because I actually don't like this product anymore, or I actually don't like the way we're doing things. And you have complete ability to have what I call a business makeover. And you don't need permission to do it. You could decide, you know what, I'm doing this starting tomorrow, especially if you're a solopreneur, because solopreneurs have a lot more time to make adjustments and do all of these things than larger companies do. So you have that flexible that flexibility. And the other thing I, I want to remind you is it's funny because somehow we think that entrepreneurship is just one straight path down the yellow brick road. Absolutely not. There are highs and lows. And, you know, yesterday I was watching the George Foreman movie and I was so elated with his story because, you know, I just really remember George Foreman from the Foreman Grills. I knew a little bit about his story as a boxer, but I really didn't know the whole story. And to me, it's so funny because I was about to stop the movie almost when it was over because I figured I saw everything I needed to see. Well, I'm glad I didn't because there was still 30 minutes left in the movie. So I thought, well, what else is there to see? You know, he did well. He changed his ways. He took a spiritual path. Okay, it seems like the movie is over. Oh, no. So what I found to be the most interesting is not only did he struggle with, you know, obviously coming to terms with ending his boxing career, but then going into the clergy, but then losing it all and having to return to the industry in a, in a later time, uh, you know, when he's much older. And so 
I just thought it was so inspiring because how many of us have had opportunities where either A, we loved a given thing we were passionate about and we thought so much time had gone by, we could never get into it. And so we just completely gave up or quit. Well, what I loved about his story is that it was a stark reminder that we get to choose how we show up. We get to pick back up our passions. We get to decide, I'm not finished with this yet, or I got one more kick at this. And, you know, one of the things I also explored while I was abroad was the fact that I love music and art and I love writing songs and poetry and I'm an entrepreneur and I just love that whole aspect of creativity. So I want to just remind you to know that, A, it's not too late for you to add some passion back into your day, your daily routine. You will be so much more happier for it and you'd probably be able to focus more on your business if you did it. Um, B, your story is not over. And your results of what you've seen this month does not necessarily dictate how you're going to do four months from now or six months from now. You have the ability to say, wait a minute, I really am five star, meaning I am a person of value. And one of the hardest, it's funny because entrepreneurs, we are go-getters, we are courage, we are courageous. We're willing to take risks when most people aren't. Um, we are willing to find and solve solutions. And many entrepreneurs, especially if you research those the many successful ones, many of them had terrible formative year experiences. Many of them had challenges that, you know, they could write a book about. And I wish you would. But when we think about it, Treating yourself five-star means despite setbacks and despite hurdles and despite your weak areas, you deserve special treatment in the sense that you're not going to throw in the towel and quit. You're going to love and have compassion for the person you have become as a business owner and individually. And you, I would say to you know, failure or setback does not have anything to do with how valuable you are as a human being. And we know that research shows that many people throw in the towel and quit in their businesses because of the hardship that no one talks about, that no one talks about, especially when you don't have large investments at the beginning of your business and you are bootstrapping it. You're working that nine to five. You're already paying obligations. Oh, and let me not even mention Black-owned businesses, woman-owned businesses, because we have additional hurdles that we do have to deal with, right? So if we're a single-parent home and we've got to raise our kids, we've got to manage work, we still have to find the time to actually sit down and think about our offer. If we are a new divorcee, we have to think about how do we now redefine who we want to be individually? How do we plan our finances? How do we do all of that? And so treating yourself five star means that you really see that you already are wealthy on the inside. You already have abundant opportunity awaiting you. 
And it's a matter of you deciding that you are not going to throw in the towel and quit, which is why I highly recommend that if you need encouragement and support, make sure you follow and subscribe to toldyspark.com because I would love to send you my newsletter and give you some practical tips as to how you can reach your personal and professional goals. Now, I locked myself up in the basement for five years to understand why individuals either persisted towards their goals or threw in the towel and quit. And what I found is that most people don't quit because they want to. Many times, if we fail at something or if we just stop something altogether, even if we really wanted to, there are a lot of outliers that are needed to take into consideration. There are a lot of things that come as distractions. These might be low self-esteem. This might be no family support. This could mean the closest people to you are your haters. It could also mean that, you know, you feel a level of ageism. There are so many other things that attack our desire to be successful. And it's funny because we're getting bombarded with social media images of success, right? We're getting bombarded with hundreds and hundreds of sponsored ads hitting our inboxes every single day. And it starts to look so easy that it seems unattainable. But I want to interrupt your inbox and let you know that you decide what you truly want to do to impact and change the lives of others. If you want to be a speaker and you want to help to support individuals by helping them stay motivated, then make that decision. If you have designed a product that's going to help us get through the day easier or help us decrease pain or whatever it might be, then remember to keep your heart-centered approach at the core. If you are someone who loves bringing people together, then start bringing people together. I mean, truly, for you to have transformation in the next four months, you are going to have to take radical, drastic action. I highly recommend that you also grab my book, Tomorrow Can't Wait, because I talk about the story of having a diagnosis of endometriosis, and I'm not going to talk about what that medical term is, but it can be debilitating and super painful for any woman who has it. And I went through a heavy depression when I had uh, that diagnosis because I had no idea how debilitating that pain would be for years, how the surgeries would make you have to interrupt your schedule, how you could have entire months where you're literally dreading that time of aunt flow. And so it may not be endometriosis for you. It could be a cancer diagnosis. It could be a loss of a loved one. But there are things that are happening in our lives every single day. And the only thing that we can really control is how we show up every single day. And honestly, another thing about making sure that you treat yourself five star is reminding yourself that you do not have to go into atmospheres or environments that don't treat you five star, that don't treat you like you matter, that don't treat you like you are a valued person. 
And some of us, especially many of the executives I have coached for years, have told me in back rooms and in corners how a terrible experience in their past, how a, a poor parent experience, how a terrible teacher experience or, or training experience caused them to doubt their potential. So I want you to know that you can erase all of that by simply guarding your environment and making sure that not only you see yourself as a valuable person, but that you allow yourself to be in environments where you are valued. And you will know it because you will feel welcomed. You'll feel like you can be yourself, not walk on eggshells. You will feel like I can thrive and I can grow here. So if you have not felt that in the last year, perhaps that's going to be one of the biggest breakthroughs that you can have is to give yourself permission to love and like who you are all the way. And I've had many of experiences that were different than that when I was growing up. I had many experiences that actually told me otherwise. But I made the choice after learning about self-help that, wait a minute, I can help myself. I can nurture. I can have self-compassion. I can actually deflect certain things and I don't have to absorb certain messages. And so when you start to show up that differently, sometimes people will react to that because they're not used to you loving all of who you are. Well, I want you to know that you truly do matter. And, you know, it's making me think of a time where I was giving a talk at a college. And for some reason, I decided to read this poem that I had written. And the poem was really about this young boy who was so smart that no one understood him to the point where he was perplexed at how smart he was. He was dejected to the point where he commits suicide. Now, it does sound morbid, but I ended up talking to this group of college students, and the talk was called Rise Above Average. And I re remember reading that, and in the back of the room, there was this young man who walked up to me after reading that with tears in his eyes, and he literally just fell into my arms. I hugged him so tight, and I just told him that he mattered, and he kept thanking me. And, you know, I just want to encourage you. You're not too old and you're not too young to make the impact that you so desire. You just have to show up and give yourself permission to have compassion all over again. So in conclusion, my European trip was amazing. I saw beautiful uh, views of Paris. I spent a wonderful time with Hubster. So happy birthday, Hubster. And I really had a lot of time to gain introspection, to get clarity about what's important for me. And I love smelling the sense of fresh coffee brewing, um, of uh, fresh baguettes being, you know, taken from the oven and, and handed right to us fresh. And I can still taste the pan chocolat that I got. And you know what? Travel is just invigorating and energizing. So thank you for following the UPML backpack journey. Throughout the months, I still will be sharing different highlights from that experience. To bring your attention to some of our Spark member experiences, and I asked Camilla Costa, a former 
member of our Spark Coaching Program to share her story of courage. 2023, we can't wait to share with you more of our Spark member highlights. Uh, what courage means to me. And since working with uh, Dr. D, I have, um, I have built my confidence in certain areas. There are a lot of other things that I still need to build confidence. Uh, but building confidence helps me be courageous, have courage to do things. Um, and I mean, on a business, business uh, prospect, on a business point of view, uh, having courage is being brave to receive a no, to go sell your product and someone not being interested. Um, and that takes a lot out of me uh, to do, to be brave and really put my face out there. And I was also talking to my husband about what courage means. And he said something very interesting that I believe that it resumes what courage means to me. Uh, and it were really how I feel. Uh, he he was able to put it in in not too many words, what courage means. Uh, but first I want to introduce myself. My name is Camilla Costa. I am the owner of Peachy Clean. I own a cleaning company based in uh, the greater Boston area uh, in Massachusetts, and we serve residential and commercial cleaning. We have, I've been working closely with Dr. D. She's been helping me um, rebrand the company and uh, give just that nice touch that it needs. Uh, we've been in business for four years now, the summer. And it's been great. It's been fantastic. It's been a fun journey and not so easy journey even before COVID, but um, it's been very interesting and it's great to see how the company has been growing over the years. Um, and Dr. D in the last almost year, she's been helping me um, a lot. We've been uh, working on if you work with Dr. D, you know what I'm talking about, but uh, working on my why, working on um, the services, how we present the services. And, but I think the main, the main thing, the, the major change in my, in this process, in this walk uh, with Dr. D was definitely uh, building confidence. That was key for me because I never thought it was enough. Um, I never thought that what I did was enough. I never thought that, um, you know, my hair was looking good enough. My skin was looking good enough. I never thought that my, um, my house was good enough or, you know, the way the services were not good enough. So I always had that insecurity inside of me. Um, and maybe it's because of the way I was raised. I'm one of three children and I'm the middle child. So middle child problems. But um, I think we were compared too much between the three of us uh, that maybe my parents didn't even realize that we were actually instead of encouraging or maybe 
each one of us took it on a different way and I took it on this way. That's, you know, how I was, um, my personality is. Uh, instead of taking it as, let me just work harder to see if I can achieve that or that, I kind of became like, ah, oh, you know, I don't think I can do it. I think that's just too hard for me. I don't think I can get an A plus, you know, I think B is enough or, you know, are just like, it just brought me really down and my self-esteem was really low. So when I, uh, Mac Dr. D, she really brought, you know, what was inside of me out and we've been still working on this. Um, but I feel a much better person now than I was and I'm much more confident and braver and, you know, have courage to really um, put my face out there and um, not be afraid of, the criticism that sometimes they're not, you know, critic, um, criticism is not necessarily, I mean, I don't know if I'm using the right word, but um, it's really just, you know, telling you what you can be better at. I'm trying to see that uh, as ideas of how I can get better instead of, mm, I'm not good enough, maybe I shouldn't do it. And instead, it's really what can I do to be better? How can I make this a, you know, a better experience? Wow. Thank you, Camilla Costa, for sharing your personal journey and your experience with Tolji Spark Coaching. We appreciate you and we're so proud of you. That's what I'm talking about, guys. It's the ability to treat yourself as though you are a five-star, reminding yourself that you can still have confidence and know that there are areas that you need to strengthen. Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you stay plugged in to toljispark.com. Till next time, Dr. Lana DeGrasse, take care.